If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone. Um, Welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host, Mallory Donahue, and... Oh, it's kind of scary this morning getting everything ready. Good morning to Mary. Hi, Sandy. Um, I, I hope everything goes according to plan. Uh, this is our first try uh, doing a live broadcast from our home studio. Good morning to Eric and Glenda. Hi, Lonnie. Connection seems to be good now. I just do want to give a warning. We are kind of working on our internet situation at the moment. So if the connection isn't very strong or something, I apologize and I will, I'll get, I'll get there. Okay. So hi, Kim. Um, hi, Marvell. Uh, uh, who, uh, mom joined. Mom's watching from across the house. Uh, <laughs> hi, Jennifer. So um, people are saying they've missed the broadcast. I appreciate that. And there has been a little bit of a hiatus as we've made the big move. Good morning to Rachel. <clears throat> and hi, Julianne and Lauren. And anybody watching who hates me saying people's names in the morning should probably just turn off the live broadcast, okay? <laughs> hi to Betsy and Amber, um, Amanda. So mom says the feed is pretty good. I guess we'll just see how much our... Uh, our internet bill is out here. Uh, <laughs> so we, ha- I, what we have out here um, is, oh, mom says out of focus. Ooh, I don't know what to do about that. Um, it doesn't look out of focus to me. So we'll have, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what we have out here in the middle of nowhere <clears throat> where we live right now is 4G internet. Um, we don't have uh, like a hardwired you know, like a DSL line or a fiber line or something like that. But apparently that is going to change. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I've been calling and trying to get a solution. Uh, we were told about a, a solution of like beaming wireless internet to our home. Okay. Uh, oh, Amber, it's okay to be excited. Don't worry. Uh, so uh, we... We had a couple of companies come out and look at that. They're like, yeah, we can beam like you can get, a, I don't know. I don't know what the speed was, like a million megs out to your house. And I was like, yes. So, and, you know, and I told them, I said, hey, I'm a sewing studio. I need Internet. And they were like, oh, you don't need that good at Internet. And I said, no, I'm doing all these live broadcasts. I need to stream live video. Da, 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 da. And then they're like, OK. And I was like, take my money, however much it costs. You know, it can't be any more any more expensive than having a retail store. Right. You know. So then anyway, uh, they were like, oh, there are too many trees in your yard. You'd need to build like an 80-foot tower. And I was like, well, like, how expensive is that, you know? <laughs> and and they were like pretty expensive. And I was I was like, well, is it $1,000 or like $10,000, you know? And they were like $10,000. And so anyway, while we love you all a whole lot and we've been selling so here boxes and – um. <laughs> thread and stuff like that um we we can't afford a ten thousand dollar tower Lonnie says you need to convince somebody to get you google fiber yeah um so those of you who are friends with me on facebook have seen that we've been digging a pond we we can post some pictures out here we've uh well 
my entire life, my parents have been making this place a, a beautiful paradise for us, um, and even more so with this pond and everything, so it's gorgeous out here, uh, but no, not not a ton of reliable internet, So, uh, but Lana, you're right, the empire requires the internet, so I'm working on, I'm working on it, I've, I've gotten in contact with people who I don't even think I'm supposed to like, know who they are at the internet companies, um, they are not... Uh, they're not retail people, and I'm like, hey, how can we get this, you know, done, and et cetera, et cetera. So we're working on it. Anyway, all seems to be well right now. Uh, so uh, a lot of you are watching. A lot of you tuned in, like, exactly on time. I appreciate it. Uh, so this is going to be my only live broadcast this week, and the reason being is I have to travel this week. I have to go to Iowa because, ironically enough, I'm going to be on a PBS sewing show, <laughs> uh, and hopefully the information I share on this PBS sewing show is all going to be great information. It's going to be a fabulous project. It is maybe a little bit of an unexpected place for me to show up because I'm going to be on Fawns and Porter Love of Quilting. So it's a really exciting prospect for us. It's an exciting uh, chance for exposure for, you know, like me and our brand, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of people watch PBS. I hope that the people who watch Fonz and Porter aren't totally uh, ticked off that I'm not showing them how to do like a super traditional quilt. <laughs> we shall see. I will say, uh, you know, I've I've watched PBS sewing shows, you know, for a while now. We used to underwrite some here in our area. And uh, we, sometimes those, the audience can be very harsh. Uh, the commenters on, uh, the commenters on the the site, on, uh, on Fonz and Porter, when something is shared uh, or... Uh, done on the show <laughs> that isn't traditional quilting. They, there are, there's a very vocal. What do I want to say? Um, uh, what's the word? Like a cohort, okay? Uh, th who speaks up about it? So anyway, I hope, I hope they uh, like what I've got to show them. One of the projects I'm going to show them is something that Mom designed a long time ago, and I don't have a sample right now, uh, actually, because I think I mailed in many of our samples. Uh, and I'm, I'm really proud of this project. I think it's a really cool thing. I'm really excited to share it with people. I was a little hesitant to share it because when you go on a show like this, they ask you to, you know, design these projects and, uh, you have to like write up the instructions and then, you know, they own it. F and W Media are gonna, are gonna own this project, you know? So, uh, I, I was sort of like, mom, do you want to, you want them to own it? Cause it's, it's. Like, this is a special thing, you know, even though it's not a garment, it's a pillow top, uh, you know, and, and she she said, okay. And so anyway, I'm excited to share that one with the world. The other one I designed, and um, I'm not nearly as as proud of it as mom's, you know, uh, her, her project is really cool, and it has to do with bias. It has to do with bias trim. So I can't, I don't think I'll be able to share, like, too terribly much about the projects before, you know, the actual episode airs, but I think that... Um, uh, 
the the my episodes are going to air like in July or something. So I'm filming this week, but they won't air until July. And you know, Melissa uh, says that you know we were talking about how I was I was mentioning when people got upset when traditional quilting techniques weren't shared on Fonz and Porter, and she says Nancy Zeman got flack for doing quilting projects, and it's just sort of like, geez, Louise, you know, I mean. I'm I'm not saying we shouldn't hold our quilting media or quilting sewing media to like a high standard, but you know when something is shared that's different from what you thought it was going to be, it's like you know <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you know I, I I appreciate when people give feedback. Lauren said, "Is that show just local?" Um, it's I believe it's carried on like lots and lots and lots of PBS stations, so it's filmed through Iowa uh, public television. Oh, and Rachel says, was that the picture of the wavy design you were working on last week? Yes, that's the bias trimmed pillow. So there's a picture of it, I think, on the ZD Sewing Studio Instagram. Um, Speaking of, like, angry, you know, Facebook people, there, uh, something, something that uh, was shared, actually, recently on Fonz and Porter's site was, like, a Chicago Tribune article that, uh, that Marianne Fonz was quoted in. You know, they interviewed her as someone who's, you know, in the quilting world. And she's, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying the wrong. I get I get the mother and the daughter confused because it's Mary and Marianne. I apologize. Um, uh, Mary Fonz, excuse me, was quoted. And uh, they were talking about political quilts. And they're like, hey, sometimes, you know, quilts, these quilts get political. And sometimes people don't like it. And, you know, should they, should they get political? Should they not get political? And, and um, I thought her perspective was really interesting because she said, you know, that her, her personal political opinions – uh, I think she said something like, I was terrified or, or upset or something when Trump won. And she said, but half of, you know, the people voted for him. And so that's half of my audience. That's half of the people in Iowa who raised me. And she's like, and I'd like to, you know, talk to those people. And I thought that was, I thought that was great, you know, that she said that. Uh, and man, the commenters were just brutal on this, on this Facebook page. They were like, Mary is a flaming liberal I'm unfollowing, you know, and uh, and get the get out of politics. Quilts aren't political. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, wow, you know, the sewing world, this isn't, you know, 100 percent true, but it, like the quilting world and the sewing world is a place where a lot of women get to express themselves. In fact, for a long time, the domestic arts were the only place where women got to express themselves because women couldn't vote or have bank accounts or do lots of things. So when women are given a voice, I don't think it's our job to take it away from them or get upset. It almost seems like when someone does, you know, I don't know, make a political garment or political quilt, the big complaint was, this political statement does not belong on an object of comfort. And this term, object of comfort, I understand what they're talking about with, like, a quilt, but it just made me think, like, of, you know, comfort women. It made me think of, like, once again, things that women make or or things that women say should always be very palatable. They should always be comforting. They should always, you know, serve to make people feel better. And I'm like, no, I don't think that. And I'm talking, you know, a lot of these quilts, I will say, if you were going to like put them along the political spectrum, they lean to the left. They were more liberal. But like, 
you know, if there was a, you know, if you were going to find some quilts, political, you know, quilts that were over on the right, they deserve to have their voices heard too. I mean, anyway, I don't think we should come together to silence one another, no matter our political beliefs. Uh, I just really don't think we should come together, especially as women. Uh, And perhaps if, you know, in this day and age, there are lots of women who are not uh, you know, women who have not been represented even in recent times, women of color, women who, um, who have disabilities, we should come together and give them a voice, whether it's with quilts or clothing or, you know, running for office or something. So, uh, yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, not everything in life is comfortable. And it's sort of funny because people are like, if you're ticked off about politics, don't put it in my quilt world, you know, and or sewing world or whatever, you know. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, get over yourself. It's it's there, you know. So I, uh, I that bothered me. Now I know that not every viewer of you know PBS programs is uh, like the commenters on this thread, but boy, there it was very. It was one of the most commented on you know articles that they had shared, and I was just like, ah, guess we'll see if uh, they like me. <laughs> now n- nothing. Nothing I'm making is uh, political on the show. I, I don't. I have no no ammo for that at the moment, and I'm excited for this opportunity, no doubt. Uh, and the people at uh, F and W have been very understanding, especially as we've been going through this transition. And I missed a couple of deadlines I was supposed to have for them, so um, I'm excited to work with everyone there. I know the host. I don't know her super well, but I've met her a few times. Uh, the new host of Love of Quilting is Sarah Gallegos, and she is a very uh, nice. Uh, I I think she's a really nice person, and I think she's funny. I haven't seen her be super funny on Fonz and Porter yet, but she did a couple videos for Baby Lock that were uh, that were about troubleshooting your serger, and I thought she was really funny. <laughs> she was like, oh, got all these loose stitches, forgot to put my presser foot down, and I just thought that was hilarious. I like it when people get funny about sewing, so anyway. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> I'm excited to work with her, and so I have to leave on Wednesday. Technically, I could do a live broadcast on Wednesday, but I'm just not going to stretch myself that thin. I need to clean up the studio after I kind of wrecked it, um, cutting up a bunch of silk and stuff. Um, so I'm uh, gonna gonna get my my act together before I leave. Lay out clothes for the bebe for um, my husband too to uh, dress her in when he's getting her ready and stuff, uh, since that's normally my job in the morning. And I, uh, I'm i excited to to go and, and experience this new, this new thing. Um, it's going to be a very organized filming experience, which, you know, isn't, we're not always the most organized, you know. When you're running the show and you're the talent, you can kind of, you know, do your own thing. But I, um, I, I'm excited to work with them. They're going to take me to dinner a couple times. And lastly, before I go, I need to say, I they mentioned something about doing a Facebook Live while I was there. So I might be appearing Facebook Live. I don't know if it'll be on their page, but just keep a lookout here. And I'd love it if we do a Facebook Live, you know, with them, like, you know, in Iowa. I'd love it if you all would tune in and, like, say hello and, you know... <laughs> Especially, maybe it'll make me feel better about missing my deadline if they get a bunch of comments and you all can say things like, 
Hello from Canada. Hello from, you know, South Africa. <laughs> so anyway, it is exciting. Um, and it's something that I had to put a lot of time into. It's something mom had to help me with as well because I needed to get it done. And in the midst of the shop closing, that was all very stressful. So it's something we've put a lot of time into. And I'm excited about it. But I am also excited after it's over to get on leggings class and get on some things that we've been promising you guys. So this is like my last like barrier, um, I feel like. And I, I don't mean that in a, in a negative way, but my last time commitment thing. So I will give you a heads up on that. Thanks for watching our first live broadcast from the home studio. If you are on uh, the podcast system, thanks for being patient while I took a little break during um, the closure of our retail space. You can get a hold of me, The self sewn Wardrobe, on Instagram, Mallory at SoHere.com. And you can uh, you can go shop it on SoHere.com, too. So go to SoHere.com. You can click on the shop link, and you can, you know, get some cool stuff. All right. Well, I will see you all later. I hope you get something sewn today. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms, and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes. That